the consistency chain, doing something on a regular basis and the benefits of it. Because what I realized when I listened to them yeah. was that there's three major things that have changed my life personally that have all come about through me putting in place my own consistency chain. And I've got to be honest, the first couple of them I did without even realizing what the consistency chain was. Right, but okay. I, I, I inadvertently used that principle um, and you know, obviously achieved exactly what I wanted to and more from, from both of those without even realizing that that's what I'd done. But Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh and Learn, the podcast that helps you be more, do more and get more out of life. Life's not long enough to make all our mistakes ourselves, so we share great ideas and interview fabulous and successful people so we can learn the secrets to living life on purpose, loving what we do and leading a fun-packed life. And here's your host, Chris Williams. So we've got another exciting episode today with uh, with Barry Phillips, better known as Barry the Book from Knowledge is King. Hello, Barry. Hello, Chris. So are you having a fabulous day today, Barry? I certainly am. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So we're gonna we we've, we've we said we're going to talk about a specific book, but is it what what sort of happened in your you know, since we last spoke, you know, exciting stuff. Because I know you do, you do a blog. I don't know if everybody's reading it, but uh, we I'll put the link in the show notes. Have you have you had sort of some enlightenment moments or successes since we last spoke? Yeah, say? I have, and, and and that's actually brought me around to, as you know, we were going to talk about something completely different today. Yeah, and and the reason I wanted to change it was because. When, when we had our, our evening, uh, sorry, our, our two-day um, event with Dr. Tom Barrett, we, we had the, um, the two Consistency Chain authors. Uh, so that's the book, The Consistency Chain. The authors of that, they, they did a, a guest slot for us um, for around an hour. And I actually had a couple of real big realizations and insights around that, um, which just kind of really... It just inspired me, I guess, to to want to change what we were talking about today, and to just to talk about just the whole the whole theme of you know the, the consistency chain, doing something on a regular basis, and the benefits of it. Because what I realised when I listened to them yeah. was that there's three major things that have changed my life personally, that have all come about through me putting in place my own consistency chain. And I've got to be honest, the first couple of them. I did without even realizing what the consistency chain was. Right, but okay. I, I, I inadvertently used that principle um, and you know, obviously achieved exactly what I wanted to and more from, from both of those without even realizing that that's what I'd done. But then when I heard George, uh, George and Jim speaking on, the, you know, on our webinar about the specifics of the consistency chain, it, I just, it just hit me in, in between the eyes almost. And, and I thought, wow. That's exactly what I did with my five Tibet, Tibetan uh, practice. That's exactly what I did with my walking practice. And it's exactly what I'm doing with fasting at the moment. And, and, and all three of those things have had a, a massive impact on my own life. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it's great to hear the theory behind things, which, you know, we all do and, and read the theory. 
but when something actually when you actually experience something and and see the massive benefit you know the life-changing benefit in your own personal life that's like a that's like a, a you know major sort of impactful insightful event which i i just realized it just dawned on me listening to those guys that that's what i'd done there wow. and and that's why i wanted to you know talk about the the consistency chain today excellent yeah because i was on your webinar it was it was brilliant and uh, i got a lot from it and i think those two guys like you say george and jim were the um they was the surprise, weren't they, Barry? I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect because I've never heard them speak. But they were absolutely brilliant and really thought provoking, and they talked around using the consistency chain for building your network marketing business. But clearly, you can apply it to anything. So, talk us through when you say you just suddenly realise you were doing it. What did that look like then? What were you? And and I'd, yeah, love, so, I'd love to so talk I, about I, some of those things that you're doing as well, actually, to remind yeah. listeners. I mean, I know I shared with you a, a long, long time ago now. I, I, I can't even remember. It's, it's that long ago, Chris. I can't remember how long. It's potentially five years ago now. I, I was at a yoga retreat. Something Yoga is one of my hobbies, one of my passions, one of the things that, that you know, that I really, uh, over the last few years of, uh, well, it is over the last five years, I, I, I came to yoga with some challenges, some uh, back challenges, and um, everybody I, I, I went to see about my, my back was, um, would say the same thing. Have you ever considered yoga or Pilates? And I'm like, yeah, really, a bloke doing yoga. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is five or six years ago. And I, I kind of poo-pooed it for a while. But everyone I went to see, these, all these different people, so chiropractors, osteopaths, physios, everybody I went to see said the same thing. And I thought, there's a message here. And eventually I listened to the message um resisted it for a while and then and then and then listened so i started a, a yoga practice and i was very fortunate that uh, one it helped me um it helped with my with my my lower back issue but it also helped me just with so many other things in, in my life and, and i started to slow down my mind started to slow down uh, and i really got into it to be honest and, and at one point i was probably doing uh, five different classes a week. Uh, I'd go to five, three different instructors for those five different classes. And so I got a very broad range of yoga. Yeah. Um, and that led me on to, to, to go into a retreat. Uh, so I went to a retreat that I visited um, five or six times in, in a couple of years in Turkey, which was phenomenal. It wasn't just yoga, it was walking and yoga and uh, yeah, just just being in a beautiful space with beautiful like-minded souls and people and um, I got so much from that and I was I was very fortunate to meet a, a fantastic yogi called Kenny who's uh, he's actually originates from Southern Ireland right. um, I met him obviously in Turkey and started to work with him um, and he introduced me to a, a, a little six-minute practice that 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 he advised us to do on a daily basis called the five Tibetans. Uh, and basically the five Tibetans, um, they give your whole body a, a, a workout. And it's something to, you know, most people benefit from doing it first thing in the morning or last thing at night. I adopted the first thing in the morning practice and that literally is the first thing I do every day. So I wake up, I come down, get my yoga mat out and I spend six minutes on the mat, just stretching, um, you know, just it's basically stretching and people doesn't you don't even have to call it yoga, but it does give me just a great start to the day. And I've, I've been doing that now for five years 
Um, and I literally, probably in that five years, I've probably missed no more than 10 days, I guess. And I created that consistency chain that, that, they, that, that the guys talked about. Yeah. And, and it just, it's just an amazing way to start my day. It's not for everyone, but it, it, does, it sets me up for the day and sets my body up for the day. Um, and I know I'm a lot more supple because of that, um, you know, so that was the, that was the first one that, that, that was the first time that I really did what I would call a consistency chain, you know, to, to, to do something on a, on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, and then the power of that chain, because it doesn't matter where over the, over the course of the last five years, I've been I've, I've done it in hotel lobbies. I've done it in, in, in bathrooms, I've done, I've done it in hotel rooms. I, I always look for, a, I just find a space, you know, yeah. if I haven't got a space in my room, you know, wherever I'm staying, well, I, I, I find it. I go out, I go out, I've done it outdoors. I remember I, I it was fantastic. Yeah. I was, I was on a, um, I, I was very fortunate. I walked the, I went to Peru. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I actually went to Peru with, with quite a few UW distributors, in fact, for a UW distributors wedding. Yeah. Um, Neil, Neil and Ceci Blythe. And um, I, uh, I was, we were, we walked, what I did prior to the wedding was I, I, one of my goals had been to do Machu Picchu. And so I went to Machu Picchu, and, and um, which is an amazing three three day experience. Good good challenge as well, physical challenge, mental challenge. Wow. Amazing amazing people that I met on it. I was completely I went on my own, and, and everybody else that I was with, you know, we just kind of mucked in together. I think there's thirty of us, uh, and we were camping like on on the hillsides, you know, on the on the on the side of, of Machu Picchu yeah. on the way up, um, and. I remember I, my, I used to get out of my tent at like five in the morning for at first light and I would do my Tibetans. Yeah. And I met, there was some, there was three, these three Irish guys and they used to, they, they saw me doing this the first couple of days and they thought I was religious. They thought it was like, you know, I was doing some kind of <laughs> prayer and, um, you know, get, uh, calling out to the gods and they, they thought I was a bit of an oddball to be honest with you, which is really funny. Uh, and I obviously I later shared with them that that's what I was doing. But as I say, I've done it in some really weird, wonderful, exotic, not so exotic um, spaces. And, and it's just something I've done. You know, so it's my it was one of my I created that consistency chain. And, you know, it's something that I look forward to and, and, and enjoy every day now. Um, so that was my first sort of realization when I listened to the to the talk was that that's something that, that I had done in my in my personal life, which has had made a massive, massive difference to me. Wow. And did you actually tick something off or put a cross on a calendar or is it just the fact that you started doing it and you didn't want to break the chain that just kept you going? I didn't, didn't realise the importance of a tick on a calendar at those uh, at that point. So, no, again, as I said, my realisation was that inadvertently I had done, I created a consistency chain with my five Tibetan practice, yeah. which, you know, I just, it was a commitment. It was just a internal commitment. And, and, and maybe, you know, maybe that's part of my message is that you don't necessarily have to tick something off. I just made that commitment to do that. And, you know, as I said, it was it's something that I now just just implemented into my life. Uh, it's become part of my life and, and what an amazing you know part of my life it's something that i'm still eternally grateful for yeah and well we did talk about this didn't we because really coincidentally we, we came at this from when we started speaking about this together and karen 
um, my business partner was on a yoga retreat. She met a lovely guy. I don't think it was Kenny, but I'd love to put um, Kenny's details of that Turkish retreat, unless it's a secret, into the episode notes. So um, other people could take advantage of that if they wanted. But Karen went on a yoga retreat and gifted me a book. And we know how important books are. It's called The Fountain of Youth. And it's the story about the five Tibetans. So I also, and it is well over five years ago, started the practice of the five Tibetans. And um, it's made a huge impact for me. In fact, I tell you the impact it's made. I've been training for a triathlon. So my routine in the morning is meditate, then do the five Tibetans. And like you say, it doesn't take you long at all to do it. But I, I had an injury. So I stopped doing it. Uh, well, not injury. I had a man flu. And you know how bad that is, Barry. You know, the helicopter was <laughs> circling. and everything. So I, I broke the practice. Uh, but then I was starting to get terrible, terrible cramps in my legs when I went back to training. And what I recognised was by, I could have still done the five Tibetans in reality, but I was I had this system, this routine, and because I was not feeling great, I broke it, and it had a massive impact on my body. My body missed it, in effect. Uh, so I've, I've quickly got back into it, and I've noticed the difference. But I've got to share... <laughs> I've, I take a yoga mat with me when, when we travel in the motorhome. I've got a yoga mat in my office where I, where I work from, where I normally do it. But I, I, we went travelling into in, Norway. And every morning, like you, I'd get up and outside the van I'd lay out my mat and I'd be doing the five Tibetans. And <laughs> um, Or if I could find a lovely patch of green grass, you know, in the middle of nowhere, I'd just go and do that. And I remember I was in Norway... I, on the coast I found a lovely patch of grass and I started I'm doing the five Tibetans and I noticed somebody across the park rock up with a, a yoga mat and they started doing it as well no <laughs> yeah it was like because it's unmistakable wow. isn't it you know and I just yeah. thought that that is just that is just incredible you know that yeah. that I'm in Norway and somebody else is doing and like yeah I be, I, I've got over my self-consciousness because that first practice isn't it the spinning um you know oh. people you know they probably look at you wondering what <laughs> what on earth you, you're doing um but yeah i do it on all the campsites and i've had people join in i've, I've been to sort of group camping where they've asked me to <laughs> talk you know show everyone everybody how to do it and the thing is i have tried that proper well not a, proper yoga that vinyasa thing you know where you do the sun salutation and everything the trouble is that that can take you like an hour and a half a day can't it to do yeah full every movement whereas this it's the slight edge isn't it again another book it's just been able to do that short six minutes and it makes a huge impact so yeah anybody mm. listening um i'll put the notes the episode notes uh i'll put that book in because you can read the history of it and interestingly i was i was listening to another podcaster uh, and somebody else mentioned it um around longevity um how mm. important that practice practice was because um if you look into the history of it this guy they reckoned he is is it's like his hair grew back and everything didn't they uh, you know it's just Events. There's some amazing, amazing things came about just, and he he attributed it to doing what those Tibetan masters have been doing all those years. Yeah, and it's the the sixth right, Barry. I haven't managed to nail yet. I don't know about you, but we'll <laughs> let, we'll <laughs> we'll let the listeners because there is a sixth right. Um, 
you can look up the five Tibetans on YouTube, but they don't do the the sixth right on YouTube. So, um, but yeah, you have to get the book to find out what that one is. <laughs> <laughs> but the five have done. Yeah. I've done okay with the five, I think. So yeah, absolutely. So um, so yeah, and then you talked about. You, the five Tibetans, but then you, you talked about walking and fasting as well. Talk talk us through what what you've done there. Yeah, as well. yeah. I mean, I I just um, I just got really into my walking since uh, it's been it's kind of been accentuated really by the the very very beginning of the lockdown. I'd, I'd started a, a bit of a walking practice prior to the lockdown, um, the very very first one, so like over a year ago now. Uh, and I started to get an idea that I wanted to do something, um, a bit of a challenge, which is, is what I'm working, what I've been working towards, I guess, for the last year. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk the coastal path, uh, the southwest coastal path, which starts in Somerset. Right. And walks all the way from Somerset, Devon, through Cornwall, uh, into Dorset. Wow. Um, I'm not going to do it all in one go. I'm doing it in like a couple of, a five week batch and a three week batch, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be starting in June. Um, so I just wanted to, it's six, it's, it's quite a, a stretch. It's 630, um, 630 miles. Wow. So it's about, I love the coast. You know, I love the, I think we're very fortunate in this country to live where we do, you know, living on an island and, and we're, we're surrounded by, by amazing coastline. And I just want to see it all, you know, um, I've seen bits of it, but, but not all in one go. So, yeah, so this started me on this, um, on this walking practice. And, and again, without, without doing the, you know, doing the, the tick in the boxes, I just got into walking every day. And as I said, with the minute we went into the very, very first lockdown, that was it. Brilliant for me in that respect, because I was actually walking twice a day then, to be fair. I'd go out first thing in the morning, uh, do an hour, and then I'd go out for another hour later in the day. And what I found again is, is I've just continued walking every day. And I, yeah, not every day. There's, there's the odd day I'll miss here and there. And a bit like you, you mentioned there, if, you know, if I am injured, I'm not going to carry on, you know, whilst I'm injured. But um, uh, it's just, again, just an amazing, it's just, it's been amazing in terms of uh, every, there's so many benefits to walking, you know, getting out into nature. I'm very fortunate I live. Uh, I live on the River Thames and, and I can literally walk out my back gate and within five minutes I'm, I'm either going left on the river or right on the river. And, I, you know, I've got some beautiful, beautiful walks. Uh, I love being in nature. Um, and, yeah, again, just it's just added so much to, to my life. Um, and the consistency chain of that has, has just given me so many benefits you know, in terms of my health, in terms of just my well, my mental health as well as my physical health. Because obviously, just like, you know, everybody else during this last year, you know, I've had ups and downs. I've had times where, you know, I wonder what it's all about, you know, just, just like many others, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, but it's it's definitely helped me to, you know, to see the bigger picture, to, 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 to get through what we've been through. So again coming back to the consistency chain that that consistency of walking on a regular basis has just had so many you know given me so many benefits um you know i could i could almost write a book about them yeah you, should um, do better. you know <laughs> and is Maybe. this 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 what an amazing sounding trip and will you be camping as you go or will you be stopping in um 
pubs, sort of boarding houses, hotels. How will you? Just it's, it? it's mainly it's mainly it's like it's it's a it's a variation in fact, which will be a bit of an adventure. So, um, I, I wanted to do it in as as inexpensively as possible, but on the other side of the coin, I didn't want a wild camp. Yeah. Because wild camping would have been a bit risky there's, there's there's times where i'd have had to pitch up a tent where i possibly shouldn't have had to pitch up a tent and yeah it just it didn't appeal in that respect so um i will be it's a mixture of guest houses uh youth hostels um a couple of pub pub you know pub sort of rooms and and um no hotels nothing nothing exotic but i think that'll be part of the adventure as well you know it'd be nice to to meet other people um, that, that you know people come from all over the world with as, as i mentioned earlier we're so so blessed with the countryside and and the and the coast that we have that people come from all over the world to do this southwest coastal path it's it's kind of a bit similar to the um i'm trying to think what it's called now the um you know the one that goes through spain and portugal the st um, james's way um is it st james it's the cam is it camino trail Cam the camino, camino yeah trail. yeah yeah it's the yeah, camino it's, trail it's kind that of, goes it's, through it's, to it's the a, cathedral yeah it's a bit revered a bit like that That's in it. that you know i i've been told that um yeah you know it's very likely i'll meet people from lots of different people from different countries who are all you know doing the you know doing the path and doing the coastal path their own way in their own time um yeah so that, that I, you know i love that side of things that the adventure side of that um and and just the, the you know staying with different different people each night you do you do an average of of um 12 out 12 miles a day some days you're doing sort of 15 16 and other days you're doing five or six and it does depend on the, the severity of it because it's all some of it is is obviously quite severe and yeah. quite tough you know quite they call it strenuous i think that some of the walks are called strenuous and I'm not quite sure what that means yet but i'll let you know when i've done it sounds amazing well that, that those sound manageable distances and presumably be carrying your stuff with you um, yeah. So you you got to take that into account. It, it reminds me of a story I use it to really do emphasise the slight edge and doing a bit of, a bit at a time. I, I listened to Radio Two. It's a few years ago now. All and um, it, I used to be a Radio One listener, and all old Radio One listeners moved over to Radio Two. And I'm listening to this morning program, and I heard Art Garfunkel being interviewed. And you'll know who Art Garfunkel is, Barry, won't you? He was yeah. the one half of the Simon and Garfunkel um, twosome uh, songwriting duo. And what I heard out my ear is that he he was he's walked from John O'Groats all the way through to Istanbul. Wow! And. If you know your geography, that's basically walking across Europe because Istanbul is where Europe ends and Asia starts, isn't it? And as I listened to it, it was amazing. He he just walks one week out of every year and he'll literally fly into wherever he's walking, walk and do exactly what you're doing and then fly back home and then come back and start off where he left and he said he has an amazing time meeting people because he said you wouldn't nobody expects to meet art garfunkel walking down a british country lane you know um and that's what he said he said he's met wonderful wonderful people but he's not just walked across europe that way he's walked across america and wow. you know i think it's this thing to take away as well that that 
you're training for it gives you you know the consistency chain helps you train and build the the you know the 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 everything you need to build to do a walk of that distance carrying your stuff with you but also you can do it bit by bit like you say you can break it up and you could say to somebody you know I'm walking the the coastal path I'm going to break it up in in small chunks and I know you've got control of your time but there's people listening who might only be able to allocate a week or so and but you can still do it can't you Barry you can you can just walk a chunk and come back and start where you left off so yeah, you've given me Absolutely. inspiration to to look at that myself. There's, um, I'd love to do the West Highland Way. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's there's so many things and so many adventures out there, Chris. And I know you're, you know, one of the things I always admired about you is you're you're someone who reads these things or or you know, gets ideas and you actually take action. And then that's that's the other thing that I love. And, and you know, we're very like-minded in that respect. And, you know, I get ideas and I'm just saying, I'm going, I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. And how, what do I need to do? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you, you'll then go and search and find, find, you know, the resources, the books, the, the YouTube article, whatever it is, the things you can listen to on your phone or what, you know, and you'll, 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 you'll turn yourself into a, a, you know, a, 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 a whatever you want to turn yourself into. You can, yeah. A walker, yeah. A, a runner, a cyclist, a swimmer, or you know, or all of those, which I know you're doing, um, which 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 again is fantastic. And I think one of the other things which came to mind a minute ago when I was just listening to what you were saying about the guy, Art Garfunkel, just doing a week, and you know that that again is the beauty of things like we we're talking about. We're always talking about the slight edge. Yeah. And I always remember the slight edge where I I had a I had a kind of insight around the slight edge, which wasn't in the book. It's not in the book. It, it was a real, it was a real eye opener for me, um, and and that is today. I'm, I'm gonna. I wrote. I remember writing this down a long, long time ago, and it's actually it's it's on my computer because it's it's something that I I kind of remind I have to remind myself of on a regular basis. But it also links into the consistency chain. Yes. Today is the only day you have to succeed. And so if you're trying to put something into place, like, say, I don't know, say you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to exercise, you only have to do it on a daily basis. Yeah. So you only have to do it that day. If I'm, you know, if I'm starting a walking practice, I only have to do it today. Yeah. That's it. Done. And then tomorrow, I'll do it again tomorrow. And then the next day, I'll do it again. So it was, it was almost, I don't know if that makes any sense, but to me, it, it simplified it to right to the core. And that's that today is the only day that I have to do what I'm, I'm setting out to do. Yeah. Today is the only day I have to set out to, you know, to set up this consistency chain of whatever it is I want to be consistent with, you know, whether it be making three phone calls, whether it be walking, whether it be cycling, whether it be, you know, doing a six minute yoga practice. That's the only day I have to do it. Yeah. And tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And that, that really, and again, I don't know. It, I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't written in the slight edge, but it was something that that, that I had. I, I had a thought around the slight edge, as you know, and I know it's made a massive impact on your your life yeah. and your business, and it has with me. And and it's something I revisit every year. I I, I I do the audio. I listen to the audio of the slight edge every year, just to just to kind of recap and and make sure that I'm 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 using it in, in as many things as I can use it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that that just came to mind because it's it's this it's the same principle as the, as the consistency chain. Today is the only day that you need to do that thing that you want to be consistent with. Yeah, and that makes it makes it really simple. 
It does. It And this sort of being able to stay in the moment and not thinking too far ahead, like you say, is just one day at a time. I, uh, I was reminded of it. I listen to, I love podcasts, and I was listening to Chris Evans' podcast. It's called How to Wow. And he interviewed Paula Radcliffe. And I think most listeners know she was like the women's world champion for the marathon. And she was talking about her mindset and getting around a marathon and what you have to do. And I mean, she the speed she does a marathon at is like you and I, Barry, couldn't run. <laughs> we probably couldn't run 100 metres at the speed she does. But she was explaining that when she runs, especially when it's getting tough, because even though she's highly trained and fit and does everything she does, she just counts her steps. And she just said, I just I, I count 100 at a time. And she said, I know that 100 is about a mile. And I just, even though I'm running 26.2 miles, I'm just running a hundred steps each time, and I'm, however much pain she's in, whatever's happening, she's just doing. All I've got to do is a hundred steps, and I thought that you know that's that thing again, isn't it? Breaking down what is could be a big task into little tiny bite-sized manageable chunks, and just focusing on that. And now I'm going to do another hundred. And now I'm going to do another, and, and she's won the marathon. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, it's powerful to be able to do that. It makes things a lot easier to break them down and. Just try and stay in that moment. Brilliant. Yeah. No. I mean, again, I the, the other thing that came to mind there was um, it's actually a good example. In fact, it's a good example of the failure as well. Failure is a part of this. Yeah. So when I heard the consistency chain guys, uh, my my partner, she decided to to you know put something in place herself, a, a consistency chain. Yeah. And so I thought, I'll do another one as well, just to kind of encourage her, you know, and, and so we can talk on a daily basis, you know, how's your consistency chain going and, and, and how's mine going? Yeah. And one of the things that struck me about the the Tom Barrett event, one of the things I really sort of really resonate with me was he talked a lot that that over the course of the two days about words of encouragement. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, I, I just uh, just know how impacting that can be, especially at the moment, uh, you know, going through what we were going through and hopefully we're coming out of. But, you know, lots of people at the moment need words of encouragement. So I, I, I actually, my, my goal or my, my intention was to set up a consistency chain of words and encouragement. And I look for a, an opportunity each day to give people words of encouragement. And, you know, it, it didn't matter who it was. Uh, and, and there was a couple of times I actually, I'm working from home as most people are at the moment. And I, I, I could go a whole day without seeing anybody, Yeah. Um, which in one respect is cool and another it isn't. And I might not, if I don't get a phone call all day, <laughs> I might not have a chance there. So a couple of times I actually had to go out of my way to you know, to, to, to go and give somebody words of encouragement. Right. And and I, I just slipped out of the habit. I slipped out of the habit. And I've just realised it now, you know, that although I started it, and, and I, it was it was lovely. It was, you know, I was getting, uh, one of the great benefits of giving words of encouragement is, is, is obviously, you know, you're helping somebody else, but it also helps you. Yeah. It was helping me. I was feeling better. I was feeling better about me and about myself and about the situation just by, by you know, by helping others. And um, I just realized that I've, I've got out of that habit. 
and, and the and the interesting thing my partner has as well she, she was she, she was doing something else but um yeah so it's actually really easy to get out of that habit yeah and you know what i just realized chris what? you know what i stopped doing what i stopped marking it off on the calendar <laughs> right yeah so although it's worked for me in one respect you know i can set i've set up some really good consistency change without marking off a calendar with this one i actually started doing it wasn't marking you know you know what you do you're doing the circle circling each day uh, as they showed us that 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 e that day and um yeah i stopped doing it and it's just reminded me of that so yeah that's something i can i can get back on but the other the other thing i wanted to share was was the um was the intermittent fasting because yes. i i've now as, as i know we talked about that and i think you were one of the first people who told me about it a long time ago um and then my son started telling me about it yeah and so i i started that and again i did a consistency chain with that um and i actually my goal was to do 90 days so i i just i just set the original the the, the big goal as, as they say was was 90 days yeah and again i just went through that process of the only day that i had to succeed was today uh, and one day at a time, one day at a time. And I and I actually completed on the 4th of um, April was my 90 days. And, wow. I, and I'm, I've continued now. And I'm, it's almost become a bit like the Tibetans and uh, the walking. It's almost become a daily thing. Um, you know, so because, again, I see I see the benefits. I, I, I feel I feel so much better. Um, I know I'm a lot healthier. I've actually in, in that 90 days, I actually lost two stone. Um, wow. and, uh, how I lost, I, I, I still couldn't really tell you because intermittent fasting is, is not, you know, you, you do get to eat pretty much what you want to eat. Um, it's more about the, you know, training yourself to have 16 hours of, of not eating anything where you give your body a rest and you give your body a chance to, to, you know, eat everything it's got in it. And, and, and also some of the fat that you've maybe, you know, that I was carrying anyway. Um, but yeah, again, just, just what, what a, you know what a great consistency chain example but uh, you know that, that i've experienced myself and and and, and again that just encouraging me that you could basically use the consistency chain with anything anything yes. you want you know just just to set up uh, anything that you want to become, make a habit um you know and we're all we're all when we look at business there's all we all know the good practices we all know what the successful people do we're surrounded by you know, especially with network marketing you're always surrounded by you know great people that have been there and done exactly what you need or want to do yeah. you know so we've all got that information but what tends where most people fall down is is, is consistency yeah. and that's what the slight edge that's what the, the you know the, the consistency chain that's what it's all about is it's about consistency um and I, and I from my own experience the minute you've done one thing you can use that to encourage and, and to motivate yourself to know that you can do anything that you want. Yeah. You could set up a, a, a you know, consistency chain for anything you want, whether it be your business, your personal life. Um, and it's, and it's going to have a massive, massive impact down the road. And, that, and that's the beauty of it. Absolutely. Well, th there's a couple of things I'd like to add to that. I've just prior to our call, I was, I was on my turbo trainer training and listening to a podcast and I'm I'm studying longevity and this intermittent fasting, everything I'm reading and listening to at the moment, there, there's some very, very basic things that we can do. One is really good sleep pattern, you know, making sure you get plenty of sleep. And, yeah. and the other is inter, 
intermittent fasting and obviously before anybody does it you know check out yourself medically and all of that all the normal warnings go with it but I, I just was listening and I've heard the first scientific explanation of the benefits of intermittent fasting that I could understand Barry you know I, okay. I'm lucky I'm one of these people that I don't need to know the details so I I, I, I can believe something before I see it. So I'm one of these people, you know, you talked about the things I do. What I do is I try something out and I measure the results. I don't overthink whether it's going to work or not. I just think, well, I'll experiment on myself. If it works for me, I'll carry on doing it. If it doesn't, I won't. I know there's a bunch yeah. of two types of people in the world the other people <clears throat> they have to actually see it before they believe it and the challenge with that is you, you sometimes can't see it until you do it so you can deliberate the whole time and this intermittent fasting it just uh, it's just worth doing your research as well but the, we, we've got mitochondria which is is a life-sustaining little organisms in us and apparently i was hearing that the idea is with this mitochondria is that when they come to the end of their life and they're actually living organisms in us, really, really important for the cell, our cell longevity, which is, you know, gives us life. And what they do is at the end of their days, they kill themselves, right? So when they're when they've sort of used up all their energy and they're no good anymore, they, they kill themselves. But what happens with us is, especially the older we get, these mitochondria, sometimes they don't kill themselves and they hang out where they shouldn't hang out and this is what can cause disease um <clears throat> disease we're all aware of inflammation cancer that type of thing and what this lady this doctor was saying is by intermittent fasting it kills off this mitochondria that might have been hanging on <laughs> you know, to life and it's got huge health benefits it's not just about losing weight it's about you know really extending life um and this advice that we used to be given, which is you should snack in between meals and keep metabolism up, uh, they're now establishing is completely wrong. Um, she did say, depending on your metabolism and your age, you should look at the amount of time you do intermittent fasting uh, and the amount of exercise and that. But yeah, it's it's a really, really important thing to do, Barry. So I've, I've done it, as you say, and uh, I'm... From this conversation and from listening to that podcast, I'm going to start doing it again. I think it's really, really important. So, so yeah. Um, all the benefits of the consistency chain, mate. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to mention is another book we have talked about is Atomic Habits by James Clear. He talks about... He gives consistency chain another name, but he does talk about the analogy of that comedian. What was his name that they talked about? Who does it? Um, Seinfeld, isn't it? Um, yes, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. He he sort of came up with this. This is how he became a multi-millionaire comedian. He reckons because of the consistency chain. And James Clear mentions the example as well in his book. But to create a habit, which you've talked about. We say, you know, it can take 30 days, 20 days or whatever, but whatever we, I think we can all agree on, it takes an, uh, quite a bit of time to create the habit. And it's the consistency chain, like you say, because once you've created the habit, like with your five Tibetans, you can just carry on doing it, can't you? You might not need to tick it off because you now, your day wouldn't be right without it, would it? So yeah. your consistency chain can start you on creating wonderful, wonderful new habits and replacing those habits that you might not want. 
Um, might not admit to, but not <laughs> might not want. So yeah, a huge value in it. It's uh, really powerful. I think the the other thing which came to mind there, Chris, which was was quite interesting. I, I've obviously I've I've talked over the years, twenty four years now, to to network marketers on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and everybody hears this. You know, if you just spoke to three people a day. If you just spoke to one person, yeah, it doesn't matter who's who's putting that message out. It's a similar message, but that's actually as simple as it can be. Yeah. And I can always remember, as I said, I've, not only have I talked to a lot of network marketers around that, that 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 sort of subject, but I've also been in trainings where I've heard, you know, somebody very very successful get up and said, you know, all I've done, and they'll tell the and all they've done, and then inadvertently sometimes just like with me. They've set up a consistency chain and they've set up a commitment to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And I remember on that, um, on our, uh, I don't know if they showed it at Power Up, but you, the, the Hannah Grover um, clip that we showed at, uh, at Dr. Tom Barrett, yeah. I'm sat there listening to that and just thinking that's exactly what Hannah and Will did. You know, they set up a, 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 a new consistency chain, right? This is what we need to do on a daily basis. Yeah. And then they committed to do it and then they did it. But actually, it wasn't it wasn't anything that anyone else in that in that audience couldn't do. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm sat listening to them thinking, you know, this is really, really simple. And, and for some people, it's it's sometimes too simple, I guess. Um, but it's so powerful, so, so powerful. You know, again, slight edge, consistency chain, anything, anything that you want, you can you can change. Um, you know, and, and yes, ignore, and also acceptance that sometimes it, it's going to take time. And, and a bit like yourself, you know, you, you don't necessarily, you just mentioned, you don't necessarily see the results straight away. No. Um, you know, that's that's something that, you have to you just have to have that faith um and, and i know that's one of the things in, in network marketing you, you know you have to have that faith that what you're doing is is working and that you, you know yes you might get 10 no's in a row but um the next person might be a yes and, and the next 10 people might be a yes because that happens just like it you know it, it, it works the other way as well of course it does it's a really good point for the for the member podcast episode of this of this podcast because this is going out publicly and we've got a i'm going to um, put this on our membership site as well and we've we've interviewed uh, emma sullivan who the the slide has just transformed her network marketing business and yeah. she explained a couple of things and she's got to a very senior position um and she said as i chatted to her she said i'm a bit in i said how do you use what do you, you know, what is it that you do? How do you use the consistency chain? What's the activity? She said, well, I'm a bit embarrassed to say, I, to get to this high position, she's only ever done one thing a day. So not five wow. things, just one thing. And that might have been a text, a phone call or an invitation. One thing. But she said, the, she said, obviously I've had days where I've done more, but the fact that I committed to just do one thing, even if, you know, the day was moving on, she's got children, and but she committed before midnight to just do that one thing. She said, 
she felt that good and that motivated by doing that. She said the motivation came later after just doing that one thing because she typically would class herself as an 80 percenter, you know, would do a sprint and then stop and then do another sprint and stop. And this consistency chain has given her that consistency. But here's the thing. It's so duplicatable because there's a lot of people in network marketing who when they first join, they look at the leaders and the people up there who have been applying the consistency chain, but they look at them and they're thinking, well, I could never do what they do because they're doing so much. But the reality is if everybody in any network marketing business just did one thing, and they're all the same, if everybody in the team did just one thing a day, the, the, the increase in productivity of a team would be massive, wouldn't it, Barry? I mean, absolutely massive. You haven't got to do 10 things, five things. You could do one thing, everybody. Um, mm. The impact would just, well, it was. It was phenomenal for Emma. Um, yeah. You know, and as a result of doing that, that she got to where she, uh, she got to her next promotion. But here's the other thing as well, and this I thought was really, really interesting. Her longest chain was 39 days, right? And okay. she missed a day and she felt really, really disappointed. But then she said to herself, she said, well, I'm going to start again. And what I've done <laughs> is I've set myself a personal best. So now I'm going to beat 39. And that's what she's been doing. So she 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 hasn't beaten herself up because she missed a day, because let's face it, life can get in the way, illness, whatever might happen. Uh, and so she's used it again to motivate herself. And I thought that's another great tip, isn't it? You can just go, OK, you know, I managed... 39 days i'm i'm going to start again from scratch i'm going to make sure i beat 39 and you could just keep doing that couldn't you wow that is fantastic that's a great way of looking at it as well i, I i've never considered that myself but yeah the other thing that came to mind there is and, and i have been guilty of this in the past with other things not the things we've been talking about is that you know, because I didn't achieve that 90 days that i had in my mind or the 60 days or wherever it was i quit yeah. Even though it might be 35 days down the road, I'd quit. And, and that's just like, well, you know, nobody benefits then. Um, but what a great way of looking at it. What a different way of looking at it. You know, that's 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 the personal best. And I'm now going to go and beat that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's fantastic. Love I, that. I, I, I thought that was great. And the other light bulb moment, I mean, because um, we all get different things from things. Listening to George and, and Jim talking, I... I <laughs> I like to be Mr. Positive and I think I take it to the extreme sometimes, Barry. So I've I've come across this concept before. Measuring and tracking is a high power of activity and doing something consistency every day consistently every day is very, very important. So we I think most of us know this. But I was always in the habit of ticking things off, giving myself some ticks. What I hadn't yeah. what I hadn't realized is actually across on a calendar so imagine a 30-day calendar and they're squares right or oblongs but when you put a cross on it the next cross links up with the cross you just put on and actually you get a visual chain yeah and i hadn't picked that up so i've i've got i've i have got a board in my office that i tick thing i used to tick things off but the ticks don't connect you see whereas the crosses do and I tell you what, yeah. I know it's just a tiny little psychological thing, but it, that really does make a difference as well because it looks like a chain. So <laughs> it's mad how the mind works, isn't it? We're all different, but uh, yeah. That's... Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
so powerful, such a powerful. And obviously that visual that they gave us then, that, that's, that's possibly for me where it really clicked in. And, and I thought, yeah, I totally get that now. And what was really nice was my partner who watched it, who isn't involved in network marketing, um, but was just part of the, you know, wanted to, just wanted to be on the, uh, wanted, wanted to be on the webinar, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for her own business. Um, she had never heard of the consistency chain, guys. I told her nothing about them. I just told her, you know, Yo, you'll hear that, you know, we've got a couple of guest speakers. I think that's all I told her. But that blew her away, absolutely blew her away. And in a positive way, she saw how to move forward. And in a negative way, she, she you know, she, she looked at it and thought, that's why that didn't work before. That's why, you know, because I wasn't consistent. Yeah. So it was, it was a real, it was, a, it was really interesting to see and hear somebody's experience you know, outside of our world, uh, just looking in, you know, um, and, and, and I'm very excited that, that we've actually, we've got them coming back. Um, as I think, you know, Chris, I think you've already booked on, I've booked on um, yeah. we've got them coming. Yeah. Got them coming back on the, the 7th of, of July. It's on our website. It's on the knowledge is uk website, but they're actually going to do an evening for us, a two and a half hour evening where they're going to go into a lot more, you know, the, the, the nitty gritty of, 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 of making this, you know, making that these habits and the consistency chain and the slight edge all work for us. So very excited about that. Me too. I've uh, I've really promoted it. I'll put the I'll put your website um, details on the in the show notes um, so that everybody can tap into that. But I was I was blown away with them. Um, really, really was. And the other thing, actually, that comes to mind that really jump really made me think is again from the slight edge we've heard of this analogy and all network marketers have so nobody's going to fall into the i'm going to ask a question now and i know the listeners will will know the right answer but if you if you offered somebody a hundred thousand pounds or one penny doubled over a month so for 31 days most people if they didn't know the story would jump for the hundred thousand pounds wouldn't they barry but yeah. but one pence double every every day for thirty one days, it ends up at I think it's ten point seven million. And as it, even just as I say, it will seem unbelievable. And if you haven't heard the story and you're listening, you know, get a spreadsheet out and work it out. It that's exactly how it works out. But what what Jim and um, George pointed out, and I hadn't thought of it this way. I often say that if you, with network marketing, you've you've got to stay the course. And if you know, it's like the the person who decides to swim the the channel, you know, swims halfway and then stops and swims back. Well, if they'd have just kept going, they'd have swum the channel, wouldn't they? And yeah. a lot of people in network marketing. You know, they they look for the next shiny thing. You know, oh, there's a better one. I'll go over here and I'll try this new idea instead of just sticking with the methodology that's been tried and tested in their organisation for years. You know, all the leaders have used it. They advocate it, but you know, it's that getting the team to do that consistent work. But so we know that 15 days into into those 31 days, you might only have seven thousand pounds of the penny doubling. But what Jim and George pointed out is if you were consistent every other day, instead of getting the penny doubled and getting 10.7 million, you're going to end up with just that seven grand. And I just thought that is just profound, isn't it? The fact that you've only got to miss a day. So doing every other day won't give you that 
income potential, if you like. Um, so yeah. again, just another good analogy, a story, a mind picture, as Big Al says, to think about how important it is to get that consistency. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, just so powerful. Um, it really is. And, and I think, uh, again, it's something that possibly because of the... Um, I'm not quite sure. Maybe, maybe you might be able to answer this for me, saying that. I didn't feel that I got everything we've talked about, the impact of it from the book, which is really interesting. I mean, I did... I got lots from the book, don't get me wrong. When I first read it, I thought, wow, yes, this is a great book of the month. Yes, I, I totally get it. But I, I, I don't know, I don't, if it was, if it was a, a, on a scale of one to 10, I probably got it to an eight, maybe, by, by reading the book. But, but after seeing them and then talking to other people about it, just like we're talking about it now, it's almost like it, 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 it adds legs to it and it takes you to the 10 does that make sense absolutely barry i fully agree it's we're different people actually some people are sort of what they say auditory kinesthetic that type of thing so we do learn in different ways but i i have a coaching franchise so the other thing i do is that and um it's with a uh, an organization that has a a learning philosophy and it is scientifically proven that if you really want to learn something well right you should listen to it a minimum of six times and then read it because you in in effect implant it subconsciously in your mind and it's a it's about repetition I, I made the joke you know when you were little and you went to school you didn't do your times table once and then come home and say mum i've nailed that times table i did it once <laughs> what happens at school it's repeat it's repeat it's repeat you know they tell you what they're going to tell you they tell it you and then they tell you what they've told you and we in adult life we suddenly think and i don't know why that you can read one book you can read a book once and you've got the message you just haven't you do need to, to repeat and I think repeat in different ways. So you're absolutely right for the best results. It's listen, it's read, it's discuss it. You know, Paul J. Yeah. Meyer, who's a mentor of mine, who, who founded the company that I work alongside with as well, LMI, Leadership Management International. Um, Darren Hardy, who a lot of people know, is a, a student of Paul J. Meyer. And Paul J. Meyer for years refused to write a book because he said actually people don't take action from a book they just they they read it and that's not enough it's about discussing it it's about looking how can i apply the knowledge that i've got from this book it's about listening and attending seminars and that type of thing so i i think you're absolutely right and this is a beauty you know let's be honest in preparing for our calls barry you know if we say we're going to talk about a book then we pay more attention to that book. I don't know about, you know, I do. Um, you yes, know, we talked about yeah. talking about The Alchemist, so I'm like, I've got to make sure I've read this again, but I'm going to talk to Barry <laughs> about it, you know. But it's it's all of that. We're human, we're not machines, and we do need those reminders along the way. So I think you're absolutely right. You can't get enough of this stuff. You, you need to... And here's what's funny. I was listening to... It was a buddy of mine's birthday... And we had a Zoom birthday party on Saturday night, right? And they did a quiz. Yeah. Now, I'm not a great fan of 
quizzes, I'll be honest, but we played along. And the final round was all about my buddy. And one question was, who's who's Mark's favourite band, right? Well, I, I, I knew what his favourite band was, and it was Thin Lizzy. You know, so the, you, have you ever heard of Thin Lizzy, Barry? You're old enough to know yeah. Thin Lizzy. Yeah. And then the next question was, how many times... Has Mark seen Thin Lizzy live? Well, I, no, you know, obviously it was for a laugh and only Mark knew and, you know. But he went to see them 14 times. Wow. And I find it fascinating that many of us will listen to a, a record, you know, um, and i tell you what I did the other day. I got some long play records out the loft and I've been re-listening to them and looking at them. Um, so we listen to a record over and over again or a favourite song or we might watch a film more than once, right? And we'll certainly go and watch a band that we love more than once. So why don't we think we should <laughs> listen to great, empowering, educational information more than once? Yeah. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, yeah, and you know, one of my favourite bands, Prefab Sprout. Well, I can probably know what Prefab Sprout are going to say next, or Van Morrison, right? Well, what? Imagine the power if you knew what Jim Rome is going to say next. Yeah, you know, you know it off by heart. And in fact, I'll share something. We we we've got um, an Alexa thing at home. Have you got one of these that, um, what they call it, a smart speaker, and um. You can get a Jim Rowan rap. Really? Yeah, yeah. And Tina and um, Tina will shout it up very often. Alexa, play, you know, play Jim Rowan. And <laughs> somebody's put together an amazing rap of Jim Rowan with all his amazing anecdotes put to music. And of course, with Libby's eight, so she's she's going. Oh, can we listen to the Jim Rowan rap? Um, so it's that you know. I think I think that's you know. There's a, there's something that's just triggered my thoughts there. So anybody listening to this, I guess if you've got a Google thingy or a Apple, what's it? You can do exactly the same. Yeah, listen. Just say you know, Alexa, play Jim Rowan and see what you get on Alexa. You get the Jim Rowan rap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. I've, I've got a couple of th uh, things I wanted to ask you, Barry. Have you got anything else to talk about on the consistency chain? No, I just I'm just conscious of the the fact that we've we've talked quite a bit about intermittent fasting. Yeah. Um. And and I'm 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 slightly different to yourself in that when I made a decision to 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 you know to to do intermittent fasting, and it was based on several people mentioning it to me and the benefits. I did go and buy a book and I did, I studied uh, a couple of books to be fair, um, but there was one that was very, very helpful to me, which was called Life in the Fasting Lane. Oh. Uh, it's by Dr. Jason Fung, um, Eva Mayer and Megan Ramos. There's three authors. Um, and, I, and I really liked that. It was very simple. Um, and it was there two of the people it was their experience of of fasting and you know what worked for them what didn't and and that 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 was just a bit of a blueprint for me for you know for what i've now done um so yeah that that would that would definitely help people right i shall uh, i'll put that in the show notes and i'll grab that myself as well barry i've just realized what the time is because i know you said you needed to shoot off didn't you um, yeah I'm, I'm cool for a couple more minutes if you had a couple more questions um well it was 
I was I was just thinking of the power of books, and I had a conversation with um, with somebody just yesterday. But I've had this conversation before. I want I'll, I'd love this podcast to encourage people to read more, and you know, and also take action from the books. And here's a story that during lockdown I've I've listened to Hitler's um, biography, right, and it's that traumatic. But I think. You know, historically, we should learn from history and we should know, right, exactly yeah. what went on. And it's scarier than what we believe we already know. And then to counteract that, I listened to Winston Churchill. And what jumped out at me and just an amazing and amazing outrageous fact, I think, is that Hitler wrote down in his book, Mein Kampf, everything he was going to do. I mean, it was it was like a public podcast. He actually, it was his manifesto. He wrote exactly what he was going to do. And do you know that Churchill was the only politician who read that book? Nobody wow. else read the book. Nobody in the British government read that book. None of the other European politicians read that book, right? But Churchill took the time out. He said, this man, you know, is whatever you think of him, I want to try and get inside his head. And, you know... That is one of the reasons why he was able to, I suppose, in effect, know what was going to happen, outwit him, warn everybody what a terrible, you know, because Hitler was an amazing blow. I mean, terrible, terrible things he's done. But in terms of being able to manipulate people's minds, you know, his his superpower was he was a great auditor. He could speak and in you know inspire and convince people and and Churchill was just the the only one that had taken that time and I thought that is amazing you know what if he hadn't read mm. the book Barry you know yeah we would have all been you know sprechen Deutsch you know it's just like yeah. <laughs> you know it's but I just wanted to emphasize the power of books and I wondered how you because you read a lot as well you know I'm really aware of that I I listen to a lot have you got like a tip for to help people read and absorb? You know, what do you do? Is there a place you go? How much do you do it in a day? You know, that, that type it's, of thing. It's, it's again, great question, because what came to mind there was make it a consistency chain. You know, set up a consistency chain to read. You know, I hear so, so many people say, oh, I haven't got the time to read. Well, we've all, as you know, we've all got the same amount of time every day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about prioritising and, and maybe people should prioritise their reading. And so for me, um, I do I do every every morning, some every night and every morning, I read at least 10 minutes. Uh, and sometimes it is only 10 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, that that's just because we're all busy. And like yourself now, I'm obviously on my walks, I, I you know, I multitask in that I'm walking and I'm listening to something. So I, I when I review, because I review a lot of books, yeah. um, I find it very easy to listen to, you know, an audio of, of it rather than actually having to physically read it all. So, but it did come to mind there that maybe, you know, the whole ethos of what we've talked about here should, you know, the goal for people that, you know, the sort of the takeaway should be, what about setting up a consistency chain of free reading? Yeah. Great tip. 15 minutes a day and, and you know, and start ticking them off, to start crossing the days off. Ten See where 90 days gets you. See where 90 days gets you. Because I know uh, you shared with me recently, you're, you're, you know, you're, you, you, there's a way of finding out what you've read. And, you know, it's amazing how much, 
information and knowledge that you've you've been through you know on a regular remind everybody you I mean, you said to me chris yeah well on audible they give you like badges and they count the number of hours but I've, I've listened to 168 books last year wow um just doing and like you say multitasking so i'm training for a triathlon so i'm on my bike a lot i'm running a lot i've i've literally just invested this weekend and i haven't tried them out yet in a waterproof mp3 player with waterproof headphones so i can listen <laughs> <laughs> and i'm listening to the have you you've heard of the odyssey haven't you yeah well, I mean, that's a tough, long listen, isn't it? And so I've set my goal not just to get fitter in the pool, so I've got to be swimming, you know, 2,000 metres at a time. I I want to listen to the Odyssey, so I thought, well, that's two birds with one stone, isn't it? You know, do do that, but yeah. Um, and again, just setting up that consistency. But here's, here's a little tip. You do some wonderful... I love your Knowledge is King bookmarks that we get with the books that you send out, and... Um, I read between two bookmarks. So, you know, um, Jeff Olsen in the Slight Ed said, read 10 pages of a good book. I, I I actually put my next bookmark in 10 pages ahead of my first bookmark. And so I've got a little target to go towards because that's how my mind works, you know. So, so I can go, cool. all yeah. I've got to do is, so instead of having one bookmark in my book, I've got two. To... I like that. I mean, I, I, I used to, it's funny, I used Again, inadvertently, I used to do that with chapters. I would always say, well, I, you know, if I can't read a chapter a day, then, in fact, I'm going to read a chapter a day. You know, so I, I would do it with chapters. But I like that book, Matt. That's really cool. Yeah, it doesn't well, matter where you are in the book, man. doesn't matter where you're on the book. And some chapters are longer than other chapters, aren't they? You know, so, uh, mm. so there you are. Well, Barry, that's been fabulous again. Thank you so much. I'll put all the details in the show notes uh, as um, that we've talked about. And... Um, We'll be doing this again, won't we, Barry? We've got to choose uh, choose another book. And I have got another yeah, question I'm going to ask you, but I'm not going to ask you this time. I'm going to ask you next time. And, um, yeah, sure. yeah, just want to thank you again for your time. And thank you for everything you do. This reading a book, like I say, this this that analogy I just gave between Hitler and Churchill and it, books, are, everything we need to know is in a book. And whether you want to listen to the book or read the book, you know, that we've got that option now, but it is so important to do that. Brilliant. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Barry. All the best, mate. See you later, alligator. Henry, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us and tell your friends. If you would like free access to our special members podcast, where we share even more fabulous stuff, just email chris at chriswilliams.biz. But if you hated it, remember to tell your enemies to listen.